0: Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to subscribe, the number is 94198377.
0: You've been listening.
1: shaky child on a bicycle I'll start that again, sorry. A shaky child on a bicycle for the first time needs both support and freedom. The realisation that this is what the child will always need can hit hard. Paddle. As we pedal into the 3CR Yarrabug radio show here at 3CR, the home of activist radio here in Melbourne and in a lot of other places too. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy now, always a good show. Along with me on the bike this, on the tandem this morning is Faith, good morning Faith.
0: Good morning, Val.
1: There's a lovely swirling, changing norwesterly, blustery sometimes out there in the wind.
0: A real uh, spring wind. It is I too.
1: All those little seed buds showing up on the uh, love <laughs> Melbourne's ancient old elm trees, getting ready to burst into leaf and cover us. And
0: winds of change.
1: The winds of change. I'm not going to slide into Bob Dylan stuff anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That quote on uh, um, children and bicycles comes from Sloan Wilson. I can't find where Sloan comes from, actually. I must do a bit more research. Obviously a father of a couple of children (laughs) who he's taught to ride a bike, which is one of the parental um, perennials, isn't it?
0: And great joys. And great joys. uh, And I think it's one of those moments because every rider remembers that first time yeah. they, they rode but um as a parent too it's you you remember the first time you saw them independently maybe it's one of those first it's like walk the first time they walk maybe yeah. it's one of those first independent sort of steps they take
1: and you've yeah. just been running behind them hanging onto the seat and you just find the moment is right to let go let go It's about letting go sometimes, isn't it? it? A lot of it's about letting go. There's a lot of metaphors (laughs) in that little thing. (laughs) Um, We've got a show um, coming up this morning full of uh, news and events, a couple of um, things that are happening, um, but really a training ride this morning. We'll just bring it back a peg and go along.
0: I think tapping into the spring theme, it's a time of change and freshening things up.
1: What an interesting conversation with somebody on Saturday when it was such a perfect day. Um, where was it? it? Was a cafe actually? Who the middle of Saturday afternoon was virtually empty.
0: <laughs> too I nice. Said, yeah. Too nice a day
1: to be sitting inside. <laughs> get out and start doing it. Uh, we better start with bike moments, Faith.
0: Um, well, I had a bike moment. I've I've been waiting on some tyres for quite a while. Um, and through no fault of the my bike shop, um, you know, it was led to believe they'd be there within a week, and it became two, and then three, and and I was, I think, probably annoying them a bit, ringing up, asking where these tires were, because I had plans for them, and um, the tires finally arrived, and I no longer have the time to do it's the things that I'd you want to do, and won't have for. Maybe it'll almost two weeks. So uh, that's my bike moment. <laughs> a bit sad, but sometimes they are.
1: My kingdom, my kingdom for a tyre. <laughs> I could just imagine that poor bike sitting there. Did you have one tyre on already, or no? You were no. Waiting for a pair. no. Well, at least you didn't. They would have been worse. Yes. You had yes. one, but still couldn't I, ride
0: I was riding it with one uh, um, sort of more gravel tyre and, and one road tyre for a while, but then ended up putting the. Uh, the newer tyres on my son's bike and went back to road. So, yeah. There
1: you go. We're going to do a little bit of a, a session on um, dragging the bike out and start riding it. Actually, now that you're mentioning tyres, we should talk about that a little bit too. I'm uh, My local park's a lovely little park. You're not meant to ride a bike through it, of course. But anyway, <laughs> father and son, I reckon this the young fella would have been the four, five years old. Uh, tiny little, uh, you know, one of those 16-inch or even smaller-sized wheels. Dad's on a mountain bike. I've never seen a kid pedal so quick. He was <laughs> flying along. He's, he, he, he was either in front of his dad or his uh, You know that peculiar way um, – I mean, obviously, the seat was too low. It's very funny, so he'd go hard for a while, then stand up and just go harder and harder and harder. <laughs> and sort of just wobbly all around in front of Dad in front. It was lovely to watch, actually. He sort of had that uh, cross... He had, he had a very good connection with the bike, but it, he was, you know, forcing it, forcing it, pushy it, <laughs> I'm pushy it, I'm pushy, and I'm pushy, and I'm pushy and. <laughs> it, which was lovely to see. Ah, oh, those little moments. A little bit of news events. If uh, the... Um, World Championships are on in uh, America, I think, on the East Coast somewhere. I'm not 100% sure. I've forgotten whereabouts it is. A couple of results. I'm not sure what happened last night. The BMC won the the World Championship team trial um, and uh, Orica Green Edge finished fourth, I think. Um, I think they were runner-up last year. Or did they win it last year? I can't remember. 54 seconds behind BMC. And uh, the Women's World Championship Team Trial is back on the list, which is good, and the velocio shram Women's Team won it, um, and they won it quite easily too. Good stuff. News?
0: Um, well, it, it might be news. <laughs> um, uh, as we know, our new Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, announced his new Cabinet, and uh, one of those... Uh, new positions was a, a minister for cities which is given to Jamie Briggs i don't know anything about Jamie but um cities are an interesting thing that's they're very um much on people's minds especially uh in terms of government uh, because they are where most people on the planet now live And uh, if you want to be able to compete as a a productive city, then you need to be quite proactive. Um, And often that has, like examples like New York, um, even London, uh, maybe with a few teething issues, but cycling infrastructure. Dublin, you know, the list goes on. Cycling infrastructure and getting people onto their bikes is. uh, been recognised as one of the key components mm. to making cities more productive and livable,
1: And creative.
0: Yeah. And solving lots of uh, the health of the city and personal health issues for the people who live in it. So um, it's an area that Malcolm Turnbull and his is very interested in, uh, he is sort of making all the right noises um, about livable cities, effective, productive cities, um, about infrastructure, uh, should be assessed objectively on its merits. There's no place for ideology. Roads are not better than mass transit or vice versa. So it'll be interesting to see um, how cycling or whether cycling ends up figuring in uh, federal government's interest in cities.
1: And it uh, highlights that um, we've got quite a peculiar um, dynamic working with cities. I'm specifically thinking of a couple of examples. City, where the mayor can put in, uh, be committed to bicycling and bicycling infrastructure and then have the state government... Remove it. Remove it. Yes. Here in Melbourne, Melbourne City Council's still voted on as local council but virtually has no control over some of the planning issues in the city itself. Yep. Um, not sure about Adelaide, but it highlights that sort of some cities the mayor run it, you know, yep. virtually on board and others they don't.
0: Yeah, and having those areas within the city split between local government, state government. government. yeah. Um, and also I, I guess, the, you know, where does the funding come from? That's you know, it. Whereas if you have a, a federal ministry that's um, concerned about cities, there's got to be a budget, hasn't there?
1: I should hope so. <laughs> well, there'll be a PR budget. You can yeah, well, bet your yes, bottom there'll dollar. Be there'll be plenty of PR <laughs> to be spent on it. Um, what else is new? So, look, the other um, thing, if you're a regular rider up um, Napier Street, either on the way to work or coming home, um, it's always been a little bit of a... There's a little bit of a, uh, you've got to do a little bit of a crossing when you get to Napier Street ends and you cross Victoria Parade for people heading still wanting to head south. There have been a little set of bike lights installed on this side of, uh, I'm trying to, there's a T intersection that crosses Victoria Parade, obviously just finishes dead at the Catholic University there. So if you want to go across on the pedestrian lights, you've got to walk up to the other side of the road, then cross, then cross back, and then go across. Now they've put a little set of pedestrian and cycling lights on the left-hand side of the road, so you can ride straight across. I don't think they're in operation there. They're still got they've got <laughs> a little on. bit of t- they're not turned <laughs> on yet. They're just waiting for the master switch to throw over. But that'll save. Uh, I myself have had a, have been silly enough sometimes to make a dash for it across there and I've seen other people do it. Uh, it was always going to be a, an accident waiting to happen, so it's yep. good to see those lights go in there. Napier Street, still Melbourne's premier cycle route, <laughs> apart from the four and a half minutes you waited at Alexandra Parade. <laughs> yes. Well, it actually gives you a bit of time to catch your breath. Oftentimes I've noticed friends over the other side of the lights, you could virtually have a con- well, no, you can not have a conversation. <laughs> The noise of those cars is unbelievable.
0: So, Val, I was thinking at this uh, time of year, um, I know a couple of people who haven't been on their bikes very regularly. And I was thinking we should take a look at how you get back on your bike and the sorts of things you need to look at.
1: Correct. Correct. I would uh, – <laughs> sorry, Faith, I didn't pick that up. Um, it is actually, you know, if you leave the bike sitting in the shed for six months. It's been winter in Melbourne. Uh, don't cycle in winter, you know. That's for nutters. Um, how do I do it? Look, a uh, lot of the, the first thing most people notice is, oh, God, my tyres are flat. <laughs> um, that's perfectly normal. Six months sitting there, both tyres will just leak a bit of air and go down. Um, if you're worried about the mechanics of the bike, you, if you put it away and it was in good nick, you know, at the start of winter, that should be all right. A little bit of home maintenance, clean it, polish up the seat so you're ready for that. Yep. Um, go for a little ride, make sure everything's good. If you're worried about it, pop down to your local bike shop, give them, get them to give it a safety check, make sure everything's running.
0: Um... And what about if it's someone or if you know someone who uh, is, hasn't ridden for a while or is, is never ridden? How, how does uh, an adult get back on a bike after a...
1: Well, you get one of your children and they'll <laughs> run along beside you and hang on to the seat as you get to learn to balance and then when they let <laughs> they you let go, go. <laughs> you'll realise that I've <laughs> finally reached maturity.
0: Because it's, it's harder, isn't it, I think, as adults... We have all these fear and ideas about things that complicate them. Yep. Um, and yep. I've noticed recently there seems to be a lot of courses directed at people who do want to get on their bikes after a long absence yep. or who never learnt to ride. Yep. I know... Um,
1: I think uh, Darabin Council does something on the yep. Um
0: court. of have... Um, actually got a whole series of courses which might be interesting to people um, just starting from the end of September and going through to December. So basic DIY bike maintenance. Yep. Um, because especially if you're not confident working on your bike or you haven't done anything for a while, pumping up your tires and dragging it out of the shed, there's that nagging feeling that how do I know it's actually okay to ride? Yeah. Um, And you can take it to your bike shop. Yeah. And often it's a good time of year to get a service.
1: Yep. Or you can get onto the web. You could. Start the YouTube. You still need a specific sort of idea of what you're actually trying to do, I suppose.
0: Yeah, and it's how do you recognise what is wrong. Yeah. With you, yeah. So a DIY bike maintenance course will often give you the basics so you can at least recognise what's wrong, even if you're still not prepared to fix it yourself. Yep. Um, and yeah, the city of Darabin are are running bike maintenance, commuting by bike 101. Yep. So that's, you know, maybe you're comfortable riding to the park with the kids and things, but the idea of what do you need to think about before you start commuting to work? Yep. um,
1: And if there are, if there's somebody at work who does cycle? And usually comes from a close enough yeah. suburb. So I mean, one of the old ideas was to try and get somebody to buddy you up for yeah. a couple of days so you know the route, know what to look out for. Yeah.
0: And if you are, uh, this being a local course, for example, the one in Darabin, you might even find a bike buddy on the course. Yeah. You know, it's quite likely people will come from within a certain range. Um, so, yeah, Darabin are running bike maintenance, commuting by bike, back on the bike – And those courses are running from September through to December. And I think if you Google, um, you know, that sort of thing, you'd come up with courses in other areas uh, because I know at different times other organisations have been offering them. There's also things like um, community bike hubs. Yes. Um, I know, again, up Darabin Way... Wrenchworthy is a new uh, bike shed that's uh, aimed at women and uh, those identifying as uh, non-masculine. So, providing a very non-masculine space for people to uh, learn and again learn a bit about bike maintenance, Mm. work on their own bike.
1: A mansplaining-free.
0: Yes. No one's going to take the tools out of your hands and show you, do it for you. So, and I think you could find them by Googling Wrench Worthy. I know they have a Facebook page. Yep. Uh, That's Wrench, W-R-E-N-C-H, Worthy Bike Shed. Uh, So, and they're running quite a few short one-day courses. That uh, They're getting 10 to 15 people along to each one.
1: And it's a good result. Yeah. I've got to say, um, I was going to use it as a bike moment, but Darabin's a perfect example and Moreland is too. I oh, Don't worry, I'll give a plug to Yara at the end of this. <laughs> Who runs schemes for salary sacrificing a, a bike. Not a wonderful, you know, bike moment the other day when, you know, after dealing with the hurly-burly of the accounts department of the local council, um, young woman on a bike. It's not going to be painful for her. It's a quality bike. And our local councillors, Moreland's one, Darabin does the same thing, Yarra does the same thing. These are other ways that those councils then become really involved in that. Yep. Um, I was going to say something else, but it's left me now. The other thing, well, you know, finding a ride group, and that's the other thing. I mean, people, a lot of people... Um, haven't experienced the joy of going for a ride with a large, not a large group of people, but a fairly substantial group of people because it really changes sometimes the way you see what's happening around you. When you're surrounded by eight or nine or ten cyclists, everything looks different and the cars interact with you differently mm. and you ride differently. But And that's, that's taking it to that next step, isn't
0: it? Yeah. And-
1: I'm, I'm an adult. I haven't ridden for a long time. My social circle's probably got a little bit restricted and all those bugs that run those group rides, that's what they're there for.
0: Yeah, so you can Google your local bug and uh, a lot of them, Moreland, Darabin and others, run regular rides. And there are also organisations like the Squeaky Wheel run a lot of social rides over the spring and summer. And um, the benefit of that is that if you're still not an incredibly confident rider, you can relax because the group have worked it out. Mm-hmm. And and you can often that way, you learn new routes and you learn uh, how to get to different places without yourself having to do the navigating and the thinking. All you have to do is follow. Uh, but by the time you finish the ride, you uh, you know the route and you feel familiar with it. And, and most people find their confidence has gone up a bit. Yeah. They're very well, effective.
1: They are. We'll be, we'll be back after this sec.
0: Thank you, Your Worship. The Marxist Cowboys is a
1: short, subversive uh, film about the alleged criminal activities of the Marxist Victorian Labour College over a 40-year period, uh, Your Worship. And it is all true. Listen, mate, I've faced a few criminal charges. You, 325 fraud charges? Oh, they're all bullshit, mate. I was shocked. It has a cast of malcontents, including one Karl Marx.
0: The wheels of the class
1: struggle will turn again. This bit of subversion will be shown with two other bits of subversion at 3CR on Monday the 5th of October at 7pm, 21 Smith Street Fitzroy. Check the website if you need more f- criminal ideas of crime. Just be there. I know I will be. Thank you,
0: Your Honour. And you're back listening to 3CR's Yarrabug Radio Show. We've been talking about getting back on your bike... Uh, Different ways you can look at checking whether your bike's running and uh, different ways you can actually physically get back and start pedalling again. And we'll be posting links to some of the uh, things we mentioned, the Darabin courses and the Wrenchworthy Bike Shed, on the podcast if uh, anyone wants to follow up on those. And we'll
1: turn you into a Greg Lamond overnight. (laughs) You'll be riding, 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 riding. If you're, already, if you're riding or if you're just starting back on, one of the other nice things about Melbourne is the events that are happening all around Melbourne. The projector bike's been a great success here in Melbourne, hasn't
0: it? It's a very nice uh, ride, a bit night out. Yeah. Bit of films, bit of riding, very relaxed. Take what a picnic. A, take a picnic. Uh,
1: watch a good flick. You're in luck. Friday the 25th of this month. Seven seven PM at the uh, Argyle Square in uh, Carlton will be the kickoff. If you need a, anything a bit more specific, you'll find that on the lov- other lovely Greater Melbourne institution, the BikeFund dot org, that'll have those up.
0: And coming up this uh, Wednesday, and probably not for. Uh, uh, someone who's just getting back on the bike, but the, uh, it's hump day, pump day at uh, Essendon Fields. So the Bike Buller pump track, which I think in our last show we described as a wobbly track. Ah, that's right. <laughs> We're sticking with that technical description. Uh, the Bike Buller pump track is in a large uh, warehouse at Essendon Fields. So uh, on Wednesday night there will be riding, uh, watching other people with the skills ride. There's food, drinks, probably a bit of music, some competition. Uh, so it would be a, a good night to get along and have a look. You can find the details for that at bike.mountbuller.com.au, and uh, that's this Wednesday and then there'll be another Wednesday in October and November.
1: They're still going, they're still cyclocross. No, not there really. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm not
0: at Essendon Fields, but there yeah. has been Caribbean Gardens. Yep, it's the latest cyclocross destination uh, in Melbourne, and uh, yeah, busy. Also coming up at the end of September is Wind in Your Sails Sunday. So this is a, a social ride combining the opportunity to do some sailing and some riding. And all the details for that are, again, up at bikefun.org. And if you are looking for um, a source of regular rides, then bikefun.org is one of the great places because it also lists some regular rides run by local bugs, bicycle user groups, uh, as well as specific events. And, again... Probably I've uh, run out of the Sorry, <laughs> That's mate. okay. Probably again, not one for beginners. Although you never know. Um, if you want to get away to the countryside for a weekend, the fourteenth and fifteenth of November sees the Bright Twenty Four Hour Mountain Bike Race. It has uh, two categories: traditional twenty-four hour team, or uh, or you can do it solo, or the Esprit de Corps category, which has rules that allow you to ride together. Um, so you can rack up your 24 hours between you without having to ride all through the night. So that's a really good one for families who want to ride with kids or groups of friends where you've got some who are a bit more hardcore and others who just want to do a couple of laps before heading off to the pub or to enjoy some of the great food and other amenities in the bright area.
1: yep if, if the enjoyment of bright is a little bit punctured by having to sweat a little bit up and down the hills. It's very much worthwhile.
0: And it's, uh, it's a nice spot. It's near the river. You can camp there too. Um, and if you want the details on that, you can find them at bright24hour.com.au. And that's all we have time for today. <laughs> 3CR and the Yarra, the Yarra Bug Show is run by volunteers and... Bug Show and 3CR both rely on the donations of our listeners and their subscriptions to the station to stay on the air. So if you'd like to make a donation or subscribe, you can go to 3cr.com.au and do that there. Coming up next is Dirt Radio. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.